All right, guys, welcome back. Tennis of Melbourne Convo, City of Love. My name is Tom, and on the line I have Maya. Maya, you want to say hello to our fifty million friends? Hi, everyone. <laughs> is that Kakosi Dobro Utro? Yeah, I can't consider it. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, let's see. We go way back. All right. Way, way back when I think I saw a Dandy Park and you were playing and um, you had a bit of on and off. So I'm going to start with some big ones. All right. And let's going to say put injury aside. As a lady, woman, girl, you know, female tennis player. What are some of the things that stops player female players from playing tennis?、Mm, that's a really good question. Thank you、uh, very much. Fala, dobro, fara. I guess not a lot of well, not now, not in this day and age.、Yeah. But like while I was playing, there wasn't a lot of support. For female tennis players, especially in Australia, it was more focused on the men's tennis.、Mm-hmm. Um, and around the globe, in other countries, it's still currently that's still happening. But there's, it's yeah, I guess that's the biggest issue for female tennis is the support, the backing、mm-hmm. for women's tennis because there's always all、oh, women. Don't play enough sets in Grand Slams or this and that prize money debate and whatnot.、Mm. And yeah, it's just through the teenage years where girls need the most support. There's just not enough support for them out there. I think, but that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so as a、um, so, did you were you born here in Melbourne? I was born overseas. Oh, in in Serbia. Yes. Okay. So when did you when did you come here to Melbourne? I came here when I was around seven or eight.、Oh, That's right. Okay. Yeah. Did you play tennis back in Serbia when you started? Well, I started like hitting on the wall just for fun. Yeah,、mm-hmm. just walking down next to the river and watching other players play and yeah.、Oh. Now. I'm kind of interested about the Serbian tennis. I know, obviously, after Novak, he's sort of promoting tennis. In and I've seen there's a lot of, is it Novi Sad and you know all these academies and、uh, Yanko Disvarovic Academy. So many years ago, when you were you know before you came here,、uh, what was the tennis in Serbia like? I was still young then, so I think it wasn't as established as it is now, thanks to Novak. It was definitely the sport in Serbia was soccer, soccer. football.、Wow. Yeah, soccer was the main sport, and basketball second. But now that you know, Djokovic is number one, and、mm-hmm. he really promoted, it, he really put Serbia on the map, basically, and. Now Serbia is the most popular sport. <laughs>、oh. I mean, now tennis is the most popular sport in Serbia.、Wow. Yeah. So currently, yeah. Yeah. So back then when I played, there were many. Just I guess they were just playing for fun. It wasn't taken serious. But yeah, Djokovic really put Serbia on the map, and、okay. it really like promoted the sport in the actual country, and everyone started playing and. 
And then even before me, before I was even born, there was, you know, Serbia had sanctions put on them so they couldn't compete Whoa. around the world. Yeah. Jeez. So like Tipsharic won the Australian Open Junior yeah. and he was supposed to play the professional tour later, but they put sanctions on Serbia and he couldn't even play for a few years. So. Jeez. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what was it like? Playing okay, so you mentioned about obviously we, we we talk about tennis, but when you were when you were at Serbia, and was it easy to get on the court and play? Well, not really. When I was little, it's it's an expensive sport everywhere. It's not it's expensive here and it's it's expensive there as well. So mm-hmm. I think now it's more easier in Serbia to find the court to play that isn't. Too expensive by the hour over there, and but definitely before that it wasn't as popular or it, there wasn't as many kids playing. Okay, let, let let me put it in a, in a different way. Was it harder for girls to play tennis in Serbia back in the days? Um, well, I wouldn't know because I came here early right. okay. <laughs> at seven, uh, seven years of age, and I started basically playing tennis in Australia. I was just playing over there for fun. So, mm-hmm. but currently, I know the current situation, but for girls in Serbia, currently, it's much better. There's so much support over there in terms of ca- academies, and mm-hmm. they get to travel in teams, and mm-hmm. they really enjoy what they do, and they're very you know, hardworking and... Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so I don't want to put it this in a different way or like, you know, um, stereotype, but as a young girl, Serbian young girl coming to Melbourne, was there a lot of expectation for you to play sport, in this case, tennis? Not really. Actually, there was more expectation for me to do well at school. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. In our culture, it's more focused. You know, you need to do well at school. Otherwise, you know, you're bad. You you know, the family basically disowns you. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Our our culture is more focused, like, on school and sport, you know, as for fun, not as for like oh become something out of it mm-hmm. and it's really up to the individual to you know in any sport that you play to work really hard and to push yourself and to become what you want to become but yeah in our culture it's more school oh. so I, I i wasn't pressured like when i was young i wasn't actually pressured to play i wanted to play mm-hmm. Which wasn't the case with some of my friends in Australia. They were forced to play, which is why they quit like at 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And even though I sometimes didn't want to play, you know, I, you know, I was just had too much tennis and was burnt out. So I mm-hmm. still love the sport, still <laughs> continuously want to play it. So, yeah. When you say burnout, is it physical burnout or mental burn- mental burnout? It's more mental, I think. It's very, it's just, it's tennis is physically and mentally draining, but I think mentally more because there's so much expectation of you to, you know, from your coaches, from the tennis associations, mm-hmm. Tennis Australia, Victoria, whatnot, um, 
you know, everyone expects, if you're especially in one of those state teams or national teams to do really well. So I think the mentality has changed massively over the years now since, and the programs. And But back then it was a lot of pressure on the young girls my age to mm. perform really well. Yeah. What would you say if you can give your 15-year-old yourself one tip about tennis, what would it be? I think you just enjoy the moment. <laughs> just enjoy the moment and don't take things too hard as much. If you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. You know, it's, the game continues. It's not over. You know, so I think that's the best tip I could give to my 15-year-old self. Is just enjoy it because... You know, we all grow up eventually and we we either play sport or we go to work or, you know, do other things in life. But you should really, while you're young, enjoy the sports and enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the people around you. Yeah. Now, I don't want to sound too dark or too negative, but what were some of the stuff? What were some of the, uh, whether it's training or lifestyle or the mind, you know, between, say, 14 to 17, what are some of the stuff you don't enjoy at all, but you have to do it? Um, well, for me, it was, I missed a lot of school because of tennis. So, for me, I didn't enjoy that because, you know, in tennis, you have really have to uh, commit to tennis or school. You can't really do both. But with, in my case, I was trying to do both. And I've done pretty well in both. But yeah. you can't really fully succeed in one if you don't commit to one completely. So um, I think I didn't really enjoy, like, splitting my time between school and tennis. I wanted it to be one or the other, but, you know, my parents had conflicting opinions. My mom wanted school, my dad wanted tennis, and I was... <laughs> I wanted tennis at 12 and 13 years old. I told my parents, look, I want to do this full-time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my mom says, you need school. School is what will get you through life. And mm-hmm. No, I know. I know. You know. This, this, is, this is a very real, real and raw conversation. Now, do you think that you have seen? I don't want to go into too details in domestic wise, but were there times where your parents just maybe have a bit of a conflict over your future? Um, not really. They're not. This is my mom done her thing. My dad done his thing. He was coaching me, and they didn't really have conflict. At all, like, mm-hmm. you know, the issue with tennis as well is money. They didn't have the money to support me to go traveling overseas and play tournaments as some of the other kids, you know, mm-hmm. other kids had more opportunities. So, right. okay. so there was no, you know, arguments between them or argue, arguments in the actual household. It was all pretty, you know, day-to-day stuff. Just okay. go training, go to school, training schools, training schools, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, um, I have a very good year, or at least I think I have. Now, are you holding a baby? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, you want to tell us uh, about, about about it and what's this beautiful angel, uh, what is he, he or she doing, name, you know, if you want to bring it up. Yes. Uh, this is my second baby. Mm-hmm. So I had a baby this year in June. Yep. His, his name is Danilo. Danilo. 
Yes, mm-hmm. and he's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. This is four months, only four months old. Yeah, only four months. That's right. <laughs> okay, so so this is your second baby, did you say? That's right. Yep. Okay, and how old's the first one? Uh, first one is two and a half. Two and a half. Whoa, no wonder I didn't see you around tennis the last few years. Jeez, you just... <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> All right, well, put it this way. What's it like to feel like a... What's it like to be a mum now and then looking back and some of the decision-making that your parents have to make? Was was there was there more appreciation now uh, because of all the responsibilities? Oh, yeah, definitely more appreciation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it, it's just now, you know, you have a whole new set of responsibilities. Um, not just looking after kids, you have to look after yourself and the household and, mm-hmm. you know, everyday life. Whereas when, you know, when you're living with parents, it's all pretty much mm-hmm. kind of given to you. I did have responsibilities at home, but now mm-hmm. the responsibility is so much bigger. And mm-hmm. obviously now that I have babies, you don't have time for yourself anymore. <laughs> oh, well, if I ever see you in a tennis uh, where there's a tournament, I, I got to give you a big pat on the back uh, just because, or, you know, two kids, or even, I don't know, is this the last one? You're going to have more in the future? or, uh, or just, No, okay. I'm pretty, uh, I'm still on these two for now, so okay, okay. <laughs> no more. Right. You know, uh, for those listeners who are thinking like we, we're going to talk all about tennis, well, you're wrong. I want to talk about motherhood and babies. So, uh, what would you say if your kids and say, hey, mommy, I want to play tennis? What are some of the things or conversations you're going to go through with them? Well, I haven't thought about that yet, <laughs> but I would completely support their decision, like whatever sport they wanted to play, tennis mm-hmm. or any other sport or mm-hmm. whatever they wanted to do. I think it's really important that parents support their kids mm-hmm. completely and not put too much pressure on them, like let them work it out for themselves, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are they going uh, to be bilingual? Oh, yeah, yes. oh yeah, yeah, bilingual. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Me too, because my, my, I'm Taiwanese background, my wife is Australian, so, you know, uh, I think I think bilingual kids, you will have just a very different way of thinking because there's different uh, approach um, of the languages. Um, yeah. That's right, yeah. Do you do you think so, the same? Like, like one of the most common questions when I was in high school, a lot of my friends ask, hey, Tom, what language do you think or what language do you dream about? Do you ever thought about that question? No, never. <laughs> do you... What language do you think? What language do you dream? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. But I think uh, it's really hard. I think maybe I'm thinking English. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, look, I'm still, I, I'm still picturing you holding the baby while having this combo. So, um, oh, he, he's sitting next to me. He's so nice and kind. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, wow. I just, uh, yeah, credits to you for, for having a combo. You're probably the first one having a combo with the baby. So, uh, can you make <laughs> him like some noise, like closer to the mic? And I want to say, Kakosi, can I say hello? <laughs> yes, I can put you on speaker. You can say, yes. Hello, Kakosi. Hello. Hello. 
Oh man, we're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on it next time. <laughs> so,、um, so now you're a mother of two.、Uh, tennis is probably gonna take much or less、um, time. Obviously, you have to look after these two.、Uh, are you going to play some social tennis,、uh, or, or just sort of focus on these two for now, or、um, what's 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 the next chapter? Well, hopefully, yeah, play social tennis like.、Um, Last year I was playing、um, just this grade A just social comp with、mm-hmm. the guys, and I was actually playing while I was pregnant.、So. Whoa! What? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> like Serena Williams. <laughs> yeah, like Serena Williams.、Uh, so I, I love tennis. So if I could get back, I first need to recover fully、mm-hmm. in terms of you know. My body, because it takes a while for the body to recover and get back into fitness. And hopefully, I could play some social tennis, some tennis in the future. Hopefully, next year after COVID's done. <laughs> Now,、um, I actually figure out how to, I'm going to title this combo. I'm just going to call it Mummy Tennis or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so as 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 a as a mother of two,、uh, what are some of the physical、uh, changes now you have two babies? Is it is it is it hard? Is it the? I know fitness was definitely going downhill, but what are some of the like the feel, the touch?、Uh, what are some of the things that you find significant changes after after two births? I don't know. Apart from gaining weight, <laughs>、mm-hmm. there's not much changes physically. Like if I was to get back on the court, I think I'd still feel comfortable playing. So,、mm-hmm. but I still need time to recover. Like my physio said, I need pelvic floor exercises and core exercises before I can actually、mm-hmm. do anything else. So I need to work on that because I had a. I had both pregnancies. There was C-section, so it's a major、wow. surgery here.、Mm-hmm. So okay. So yeah, just need recovery time. Just like even when you you play tennis and you get injured, you just need to give your body time to recover before you can actually start、mm-hmm. doing anything else. So and build those muscles, and then physically you can get active again. But I like after my first baby, I went back into coaching, tennis coaching. So. And I absolutely love tennis coaching. So now,、yeah. I'm I'm hoping this is a favor for you. Is you know one day if your if your kids are not listening to you and then they got older, you know, share this convo with them. <laughs> Make sure they can listen. <laughs> so what what are their names again? Uh, so the, the the little one is Daniela, and the older brother is Mihailo. Nihalo, all right.、Cool. Yes. <laughs> Dan- Daniela and Nihalo. No, Danilo and Nihalo. Danilo, okay. Danilo and Nihalo.、Yeah, they're both boys. Yeah. Okay, two boys. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> boys, if you're listening,、uh, your mother's a a great person. They、uh, she she went through a lot of tough times to get you two. So, listen to your mum, okay?、Um, <laughs> yes, chase your dreams, dream big, okay? <laughs> okay, so.、Um, Coming back to tennis a little bit is that、uh, you said coaching, right?、Um, mm-hmm. In your opinion, what is one difference between a good coach and a great coach? That's a really good question again. <laughs>、uh, I think a great, you know, good coach knows 
all his technical stuff, tennis-related stuff. But I think a great coach is the one that can connect with the student and really, and then the student really trusts the coach. I think that's what it is, the connection, the rapport between the student and the coach because the student really needs to trust you and not only trust, they need to basically, you know, feel very comfortable for you so they could just listen to you and learn and have fun along the way. So I think that's the difference. It's just the connection you have with your student. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, (laughs) I always ask about question, and I think you – you're probably one of the best person to answer this. What would you say one tip for tennis parents? <laughs> one tip for tennis parents is just, I guess, lay off your kids. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking, just joking. I just, yeah, I don't know. One tip for tennis parents is just as well, just enjoy the, the time you have with your kids because they eventually grow up and then... You won't see them or you will see them, but not as frequently while they're young. So enjoy the time, enjoy, enjoy playing with them, following them on tournaments. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, just enjoy basically. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Maya, I, I'm not sure you know this. Um, I've been doing a convo every single day since March and, you know, I think. We, but this combo is released. It's well over uh, episode 200. So I've been doing one every single day. And uh, mm-hmm. there were some combos where I want to, uh, how do I say this? Um, promote diversity in, in Melbourne. Obviously, tennis in Melbourne uh, is very diverse. You know, you've got all different backgrounds. Now, for the next one minute, for the next one minute, I just want you to, if you can, use Serbian your native language and talk to yourself and give yourself maybe some positivity or some words you want to say to yourself or even your children or family or in Serbian. Okay. All in Serbian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, if you can say, Hey, you know, you're going to be a great mom, great tennis player or anything, everything positive you want to say to, to your children, actually to your children. Okay, to your children when they grow up or in Serbian. Okay, just naturally and make it flow. All right? Take a deep breath, Maya. That's okay. I just don't know what to say. I'll just have to make something. Yeah, yeah. Molinte, molinte. Molinte. Dobro. Idemo, idemo. Okay. Stravo, kako se svi, sve je u trenutak, pa samo imate to sezane i volite što radite i naraste jaki, zdravi, naj, najbitnije to na svijetu, da ste zdravi i srećni. Hvala. Hvala. I know the hvala, thank you. Okay, so is this, uh, who's the audience, your children or yourself or your family? Well, audience is like my children and I guess everyone as well. Yeah, I, okay. I basically just said just just be healthy and happy in life, and that's that's about it. <laughs> okay, okay, beautiful. Yeah. Well, Maya, you have been. Well, do you enjoy this convo, Maya? <laughs> yes, uh, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, good to good to know. And look, I I would love to have a convo with you somewhere down the track. And I I do appreciate that you know you're holding a baby while having this convo. This is. 
first time for a long time. You know, it's uh, never done before, never heard before. And uh, when I hear something <laughs> at the background, I'm thinking that sounds like a baby. You know, so um, yeah, you, you, so, yeah. So I have a lot of love, a lot of respect for you. So. Um, yeah, so a pat on Thank the back. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So do, you have, do you have kids yourself, Tom? Okay, here's the thing. I myself, uh, just so my wife is Jess, so we're working on it. And once we, uh, once it's all popped out, uh, we'll let the whole world know. So, but I, ah. I, I can tell you that being a mother or pregnant is, it's a long journey. Now, some technical questions, if I can ask you. So mm-hmm. you, you now you're the expert, all right? Now you you you're you're the expert here. Uh, how many weeks uh, for your first one? Uh, he came twenty eight weeks. Okay, wow. He came three months early. Wow. That was tra- traumatizing for everyone. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Is he okay, like is he, does he have to go through a lot of uh, tests and test tubes and all that? Oh, uh, he had to when he was yeah when he was born he was in hospital for three months until he was able to come home and then he just had to have certain medicines for the first year of his life. Jeez! But now he's now he's completely fine. But that you know that initial stage was very traumatizing and it was basically life or death. Every day, so you have to progressively yeah. uh, see the, the the information, the data, the heartbeat, the blood. And that's all that. right. That's right. The heart, and like once his heart stopped, and they had to press the red button and get the, you know, the doctors no. to come yeah. in, rushing in. It was just traumatizing. But and thank thanks to God, he's all okay now. Well, all hold good on. Now. When you say and, the yeah. red button to press and all that. So were you in the hospital or was it was the nurse? No, I wasn't. I was on my way to the hospital. So the nurse had to press it because his heart stopped. So is this like in the middle of the night? Uh, no, it was actually during the day, but in the morning I was on the way and that happened and it was just, yeah. Wow. Was, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Um, can you dis- briefly describe what a premature baby looks like three months uh what size is the size of a oh very tiny like for him he was actually good weight for 28 weeks he was over one kilo right. if he was any less that would have been very dangerous for mm-hmm. him but at 28 weeks he was so tiny and is it what he has lots of tubes and yeah. the tube down his throat and yeah it was just traumatizing was it was it size of say whew, three tennis balls Possibly, yeah, possibly. Wow. Possibly, it was very tiny, tiny baby. Jeez, jeez. Yeah. Oh, that just struck another, wow. So, 28 weeks, okay. Now, so that Mm. means for three months, every day you're trying to go call the nurse or doctor, you know, what's the update and everything, yeah? Yes, yes, I'm going every single day to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I needed to have that. Uh, it was an emergency C-section, so I haven't recovered. So I was just going to the hospital back and forth, back and forth. That's why my recovery for the first baby took way too long, mm. considering. And, yeah, but I'm just, you know, happy he's all okay now. But it was really life or death for him. It was very scary. So for moment. someone who yeah. you... Uh, you mentioned like you 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 believe in God and and all that, and that means you you've been praying every single moment for that three three plus month. Oh yeah, oh, definitely, wow. definitely, yeah. Jeez. It was 
that was of course mm-hmm. it was yeah it was just it was scary it was scary mm-hmm. for everyone and and, and, and Please don't mind me asking. So now the first child is twenty-eight weeks, and you know mm-hmm. all fine. Uh, were there some of the precautions you do for the second one, for the one sitting next to you? Well, there was no precautions because you never know. But they all assumed because they all told me the doctor said if you have one premature baby, the next one will be premature as well. Wow. So there was nothing you can do, but my uh, obstetrician, he gave me aspirin, low-dose aspirin to take. Mm-hmm. He said that will help keep the pregnancy longer, and it did. Oh, wow. So how many <laughs> so, weeks? Yeah, so then, babe, I, you know, I was really, like, stressed throughout the pregnancy. The first pregnancy, I was kind of stressed, but I was second pregnancy. I wasn't as stressed as the first pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to get over the 28-week mark. And so we did, and then it came, and then baby came full-time. He came at 30, uh, 39 weeks and Whoa. five days. Oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> 39 weeks and five days, yeah. No, no one expected that. I, and, I, you know, I was just scared of another premature baby. What's no, but, news? But, yeah, he was full-time. He was full-time baby. <laughs> what a news, man. Who knows how a convo from tennis can turn it into a maternity convo? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, full term. Okay, okay. Wow. So, I'm I'm happy for you. Like I have a couple of friends who are who had their um a newborns, and they were just telling how how I wouldn't say stressful, but that physical demand and mental demand that you need. You know, waking up middle of the night. You know, breastfeed and all that. And uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I I mean after the what I went through with the first baby, it kind of doesn't even come close to, you know, <laughs> the the waking up in the middle of the night. You kind of get used to it to to feed the baby and everything. It's not it's not difficult, but the, what was difficult was the first pregnancy, and I just can't forget that it was very traumatic. Yeah, no, yeah so the, I'm so yeah. happy with this pregnancy, but I'm happy they're both healthy and strong. Yeah, so. well. Uh, yeah wow okay well feel free to send this combo you know listen to this combo you know five ten years down the track because this is so valuable now without taking this next part into out of the context um i i hope i don't i don't offend you in any way but do you think that when you are you know going through that trauma look i know it sounds sensitive but you know does that strengthen your mind as as a person, because you have to go through such a tough, tough journey. Yeah, I I don't know how to answer that. Mm. I hope it did, but I didn't. I guess I never had time to think about if it did. I just know it strengthened, like I guess my belief, and mm. you know, I just. I don't know. I just—it's hard to describe, but it definitely, it was very scary time. But mm-hmm. as you know, as he grew, every as he grew older, it was easier and easier. It just got easier, and then, and I was just enjoying the time I had mm-hmm. with him. And yeah, so definitely, it makes you tougher in some way. Yeah. Now, would you starting to appreciate 
little things like I I when personally when I when I saw my friend's newborn and I was like and I listened to their stories I'm like well I'm so grateful that my parents gave me a body that I got I'm still healthy you know I I'm not on any medication I have good lifestyle active lifestyle um does that help you with just be grateful for with little, little things Oh yeah definitely definitely mm. 100% I'm just so grateful just yeah this is exactly that for being healthy and strong and them being healthy and strong. It's just a blessing. So I definitely appreciate the little things that then it really puts everything in perspective, you know, like about like they things you would stress about, but there's no point in stressing about them when there's, mm. <laughs> they could be worse things, but you know, so okay. it definitely does. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, um, if I'm still around, doing tennis of Melbourne Convo, you know, in, I don't know, probably not 10, 10, 15 years down the track. And if uh, Daniela, uh, Danola or Danilo, uh, sorry, I pronounced the name wrong. Danilo. Dan- Danilo. Danilo and Niho. Mihailo. Uh, Mihailo. No, I'm going to write it down. Mihailo and Danilo. <laughs> sorry, apologies. Uh, Oporosti. Um, and if, they, if, they're, <laughs> if they're around tennis, um, I would love to have a convo with them. How's that? Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows when this convo was about to finish the last, you know, 10 minutes ago and turned out the last 10 minutes was the best part of the convo. It was just so, (laughs) oh man, jeez. Oh, wow. I I really, really enjoyed it. And um, I personally felt like, you know, tennis doesn't have to be about forehand and backhand and serving or winning matches. It could be just the life around it. You know, you got, that's right, yeah. that's right. Yeah, with your friends, family, mm-hmm. playing, you know, mm-hmm. everything. Just being out on court, the fresh air, as we've seen, being stuck in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's not good. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Um, I'm so grateful and so glad we have this convo. And, um, yeah, and I, I, I learned a thing or two or, lo- or more uh, uh, from you. So, voila, voila. And, um, yeah, so I think that uh, you've, you've given, um, I guess, me especially a reality check about appreciating life, you know. Um, now, just, I, I don't think I've said this anywhere, any, but I, uh, I have two brothers. Um, my mom, I think my mom was in labor f- uh, for my t- for my for, for, from uh, for my pregnancy, not me, but like just from like mm-hmm. when I come out, I think it was something like ten hour labor, and she was in the hospital, and my younger brother was in you know just straight out, just literally walked out. <laughs> my, my my older brother, I think, was a very sort of I guess just a very normal ten fifteen minutes, you know, breathing, and every time my mom looked at me and goes, Tom, you know, that I don't know eight ten hours of labor and. And then she looked at me and sometimes if I, you know, if I, if I break her heart being naughty or, you know, you know, when I was younger and she always like, you know, I had you in my tummy for like 10 hours. I was in pain and now you make my, you're breaking my heart. And sometimes when I, when I listen to stories from pregnant, no joke, no, when I listen to pregnancy from my friends and listen to, you know, my mom going through the story, I was thinking, man, you know, we're going to start appreciating little things, you know, like the thing of life, you know? So, um, for the listeners out there, I, I don't know why I bring this up, but I just have so much love and respect for for mothers. And um, and and um, may you may or may not know that I so tennis of Melbourne is totally going to 
you know, to promote more, I guess, girls and ladies or female in tennis more. And, and I think that, you know, um, mothers, you know, and so you, you just, you just came in, the, the gumbo came into my life, you know, at the right place at the right time, because, uh, without mothers or, or females, you know, it's, uh, we, 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 men, I don't think men can understand the whole pregnancy, the leading up to it, breastfeed, and that's, that's right, yeah. And, but it's yeah. good if men are hands on as well after, after the baby is born, then they appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so changing nappies, holding the baby, even maybe bottle feeding, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, Mayna, um, yeah, I, I always say I'm really bad at closing up a convo because sometimes one thing led to another. It just... That's right, just yeah. like before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but, just uh, said the, yeah. the conversation. And now, thank you for having me, yes. Tom, and it was a nice having a chat. Yeah, likewise, <laughs> likewise. All right, well, uh, all the listeners out there for the last time, thanks for listening on CastBox and Spotify. Um, I got Maya with me on the line and just uh, so blessed, so blessed. And, and plus, today's a beautiful day. Take your kids out for a little walk or a little stroll. So go out, go out there and, and, and have fun. So, so, yeah, Maya, um, Dovagenia, uh, what else I can say? Uh, uh, Borg, uh, what else other thing I know? But yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> Dovagenia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.